Hello and welcome to Better Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alexei Kulishov, and today I've got quite an interesting guest, uh, Greg Smith. How are you going, Greg? I'm very well. Thank you, Alexei, and I'm so pleased to be introduced as interesting. There you go. Excellent. Well, your business is quite interesting, which is why I thought, uh, you know, to, to do that intro. Uh, Greg runs a company called uh, San Henryton. Um, Greg, do you want to tell uh, briefly what this uh, company is all about, what, uh, what you do? Uh, yep, we help our clients cut through all of that digital noise that's out there and we leverage the quietest channel to market, which at the moment just happens to be, in our opinion, the physical mailbox where you can whisper and still be heard. So whether that's um, you know cut, wax-sealed handwritten cards or uh, uh, handwritten postcards that are very cleverly designed and scripted, that's at the core of our work, but there is so much more to it. Yeah, well, I guess this is what you do and how that gets implemented and the problems are solved is something that we're going to talk about in a second. Now, sure. you and I, uh, you know, first got to know each other through a LinkedIn interaction. I added you on LinkedIn uh, and I wanted to find out more about what you do because it seemed quite unique. And next thing I know, I get a card in the mail, handwritten, wax sealed, a little bit of an interesting uh, image used as well. And that really grabs the attention. I mean, until today, I've got that card. I think it, it, it's really uh, struck a chord. So, mate, uh, that's that's my experience with you. I guess uh, in terms of, uh, you know, let, let's talk about marketing. Let's talk about the whole thing. Obviously, you mm -hmm. uh, you do marketing in your own way. You do the creative side of things. You do your cards. Uh, how do you sort of see uh, the marketing agencies right now? Where are they failing? I mean, what can be improved? And especially for the smaller guys, I mean, I work a lot with SMEs and I find that uh, SMEs, particularly in the B2B environment, are looking for a surefire solution that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I mean, where do you think those companies are failing at the moment? Yeah, I'm really nervous about to say that there's anything surefire on this planet at the moment. What I do know is that there's lots and lots of um, experts in this digital marketing space. The challenge with that is that there's a lot of noise. In 2019, some of the figures that I've read were that there was about $250 billion spent on the planet in digital marketing. I, I don't mind what that figure is. It was about that. And they're talking well over a trillion dollars in 2022. The question for us mere mortals without more money than God is how do we get heard in that forever amplifying noise? And that's the question that we attempt to ask. Does send handwritten have to engage in the digital digital space? Yes, of course we do. We're, we're part of the planet at the moment and that's where it is. So for small to medium enterprises that, <coughs> excuse me, that don't have monstrous budgets, how do they get cut through? And we've got an answer to that uh, that seems to be working. It doesn't work every single time, uh, but we get, at times, we get phenomenal results from showing up in what we call our communication ecosystem. Well, no, marketing works 100%. I mean, a lot of the time it's an experiment. If you check out any of the uh, Oliver's stuff, he'll tell you that people will spend millions of dollars to realize that something didn't work. So I think that's perfectly normal. What I am finding, though, is that a lot of people are jumping on the whole digital marketing side of things, hoping to save money, have more transparency on the results, but still don't always get the outcome. And I think, uh, you know, in my opinion, I think a lot of businesses are repeating the same mistakes. They're trying to do one thing, which is the bright, shiny object, but they forget the whole personalization side of things. And I believe, you know, from, from my understanding, this is what your solution offers to the customer. So yeah. tell me about, you know, how, how did you uh, come about with this idea? I mean, what's your background, mate? How did you get into this whole St. Henryton? Where did that all come from? Um, I, I think one of the reasons we're, that we're bringing a fresh approach to this, Alexi, is because I'm not a marketer by trade. Shock horror. 
Um, I'm an experiential educator uh, by trade. I, in 1992, I stood in a paddock here in northern New South Wales. It was a three and a half thousand acre paddock. And over 20 years, I built a very successful outdoor education corporate training business where we leveraged, you know, the power of the outdoors. So abseiling and high ropes and, you know, mountain biking for multiple days and canoe touring and, you know, bushwalking for 10 days at a time. When I sold that business, uh, I actually sold it back in 2012-13 and worked for the company, an international not-for-profit that bought the company. I worked for them for five years and it was a sensational transition. But by 2017, I was watching the deterioration of that business until the purchasing entity ultimately in 2020 shot my baby in the back of the head and it bled out in the gutter. So in 2017-18, I started uh, an enterprise called the Masters of Client Retention to answer one question. How do you Velcro your existing clients to whatever it is that you do so that you continue to get the or have the impact that you get out of bed to have every day? So my first few clients in there, they were dabbling. And then very early in the piece, they started to ask me a different question with a statement. And it was, Greg, We've got the client retention piece. We're really awesome at that. The evidence didn't back that, but that was their belief. And then they said, so what is your most cost-effective, easy-to-implement, simple-to-understand tool that we can use today and get a return on yesterday? And what percolated to the surface over a period of time, Alexi, was handwritten, beautifully designed, cleverly scripted, wax-sealed physical mail. And that's where we began. So we took on our, our first few clients with that being our, our proposition that we wanted to bypass the digital noise and show up where nobody else was showing up cleverly yeah. with classy Royal Mail. But what we got very quickly was, goodness me, our clients who wanted lead generation help didn't have the data required. So we built a data team who verify from a desktop point of view, the data. And if I roll forward to today, data doesn't finish for us at the desktop. We then put our call team on the phones to verify that data in real time to make sure that Alexi is still working at the address that his LinkedIn profile or his website or wherever we've got the data from says that he's working. And we save our clients a fortune by actually putting in the hard yards to clarify that. So it's data, cards, calls and it's not telemarketing it's much more carefully curated and scripted than uh you know a fast moving uh, bot driven telemarketing crew that's excellent look um i think that is the key you really want to make sure you reach the right people also at the right time and make sure you understand the actual customer journey as well the customer journey is i guess the next thing i wanted to talk to you about i mean wherever we're trying to make a sale or wherever we're trying to bring a customer on board um you know in, in, in the old terms, we'd use the whole marketing funnel scenario where, you know, there'd be an audience and you funnel it down to a conversion. Now we sort of think about the whole thing as a customer journey. We try to make it more personalized as well. And I think mm -hmm. your product, your service really wraps around that whole customer journey. I mean, I can see a dozen ways, uh, you know, cards, handwritten cards can really complement somebody, especially if you've got that uh, amount of refinement. Uh, in relation to the person and their current circumstances. I think that's excellent. I mean, what's your take on the whole customer service and the whole customer journey side of things? I mean, where do you think your product can really resolve a huge problem for, let's say, a professional service, for example? Yeah. So um, 
within our own business, the phrase customer service is forbidden. Okay. Customer service is, if I'm cheeky about it, customer service is dead. <laughs> What's next? Okay. And the answer to the question is customer experience. So customer service happens when you have a hot meal served in a restaurant uh, at, in a reasonable amount of time with quality ingredients at a reasonable price with a smile on the waiter or waitress's uh, dial um, and who might make a suggestion or uh, enter into some light banter with you so that you, that's good customer service. We expect it. It's done. Customer experience is the whole other level. It's remembering who you are when the maitre d' uh, greets you. It's, it's remembering um, that, that this is your preferred drink and your preferred seat and inquiring as to your well-being and remembering your names and recognising you. It's a whole other piece. So what we teach our clients, Alexi, is that when it comes to touch points, be they touch points in the sales process, so the prospecting process, or be they touch points in the post-sales process, stop showing up B2B. B2B in our world is BS because uh, buying decisions to this day are still made by human beings. Mm. So it's the human to human piece that actually makes sense. So if you put your pants on one leg at a time, that makes you a human being first and a business person decision maker second. So our job with Send Handwritten and what we're up to is to help our clients show up human to human in an ecosystem. And here's how the ecosystem works. Now, there's a gazillion different variations to this, but in summary, it is show up and make a connection in LinkedIn and make sure it's uh, clever and gentle, invitational and not salesy, but you don't want to be naff or boring either. You've got to walk that line between um, salesy and boring. So make a connection and begin a conversation in LinkedIn. And if the imagery in LinkedIn is a couple of up, upside down birds, well, there's a, a few different versions of this. Some of my birds are upside down, some of them are the right way. But those two cockatoos appear in my LinkedIn banner. <clears throat> they then appear in the post when I communicate with somebody that's connected in LinkedIn. Those two cockatoos also appear at the moment with my when my call team get on the phone. They appear via text and they appear in email sequences. Human beings don't remember words nearly as well as what they remember images. And they don't remember images nearly as well as what they remember experiences. So show up in LinkedIn, show up in the physical mail more than once. And I've got great stories of how uh, people in our ecosystem show up multiple times in the mail and get sales. Show up on the phone. The phone still works. Everybody's got one in their damn pocket. Show up via text and show up via uh, email in our world. Often that's the last resort. We do all of that for ourselves, of course, and we show up other places as well, but that's our recommended communication ecosystem. Yeah, love it, mate. I think that's a great way to look at it. I mean, for me personally, like you and I uh, teed up this uh, uh, podcast and uh, you sent me a card and, uh, you know, that's the, the stuff that I received. And uh, there's definitely like a business card on the back of that as well with a bit with a bit of a point of difference. And it's also handwritten as well, which uh, makes a huge difference. But, but yep. most importantly, there is a pretty cool envelope with wax seal, which makes you really sort of wonder what's inside. So you really cut through quite a number of things as well from a marketing perspective. So 
first of all, customer experience that you said, like, okay, you and I teeing up a time, we're all busy, things can be potentially, you know, uh, overlapping, we may be running late, but receiving a card makes me realize that this milestone is important. So my attention is fully there. But prior to it, receiving a card like that that is so different from everything else really cuts through a lot of the whole customer um, obstacles, if you like, in order to receive the message. I mean, the biggest problem you're getting right now in your letterbox, you're getting bombarded by homeowner, you know, unsolicited sort of letters. Trying to get yeah, pretty much. That's the problem. It all goes down to the dump. And, uh, you know, if you care about the planet, got to do something to stop it. And I think, you know, from that perspective, that's a huge check towards what you're doing. Because yep. I haven't still uh, thrown out the cart that you sent me a couple of years ago, mate. That's 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 how good it is. And I think yep. overall, you're cutting through all that noise and you're making sure that the message is actually being delivered. I, I love the whole idea because I'm familiar with the whole lumpy mail approach. And I think this use, uses elements of lumpy mail to deliver the actual message. Lumpy mail mm -hmm. overall backfires. And for those of you who don't know, lumpy mail is about putting something lumpy in an envelope, just the idea of, let's say, having a card inside so people actually feel it and then open it up. But oftentimes mm -hmm. the whole lumpy uh, component really takes away the attention from the actual message itself. And I think with your cards, the point of difference is that it's all connected to the actual point and the purpose of that letter. Love it, mate. I think that's really, really good. Okay. Well, uh, look, I, I can think of a dozen ways uh, as to how your business can 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 uh, potentially help others and improve their marketing and do things like upsells or potentially attention grabbing or do the introductions and so on. Let's talk about a real case study. I mean, is there something you can share with us where we could potentially understand a little bit more how a customer of yours has benefited from something like that? Because I'm sure we've got a couple of hundred uh, listeners right now who'd be quite interested to see, well, okay, this all sounds good, but how can I potentially benefit from something like that? Do you have a case study that you can share? Sure. And those cockatoos that I held up the, the image of a little while ago there, let, let, let's go one customer client retention piece, which is a piece we did for ourselves. We sent 150 of those into the mail ourselves in the middle of last year, not to sell anything, simply to check on our ecosystem of people, our circle of influence, to make sure that they were okay during COVID. $70,000 return on investment. Why? Because caring, it turns out, is profitable. And that's all we did. I didn't know that there would be sales come out of that. I was just doing the right thing as a human being, nurturing my clients, prospects, and a whole bunch of people in our ecosystem. So from a, um, uh, a lead generation point of view, let's, let's pick this one up. This is um, quite infamous uh, in our circles. Um, we picked this client up uh, three years ago now. He's been with us for three years. Uh, Brendan is his name. He's an accountant in Brisbane, and some of you may well know Brendan, the accountant. And he said, Greg, I'm spending a couple of thousand bucks a month on digital marketing and nothing is happening. Uh, you tell me that you're clever, prove it. And so we put the image of the yak with uh, Sonny's on the, the yak with, uh, you know, his corporate colors. And he said, Greg, what I'd like to do is I'd like the attention of general managers and CEOs in, in construction companies turning over between this amount and this amount. Um, and, and I think it was a bunch of postcodes. I said, Greg, can I please have the data, Brendan? And he said, no, no, I don't, what? No, I don't, no, who are they? So don't worry about it. Our data team will cur curate that data, which we did. So every month for three years, we have found him 100 lines of data, names, addresses, all the stuff, you know, your marketing people, your, you know what comes in a data list. We, we have used the yak and the opening line in that card is, hi, Alexi, I hope you don't mind my old school approach. I'd love to have a yak with you. 
It's a sensational, simple dad joke. And in the first month of our call team, sorry, the first two months of our call team being on the phone, nurturing those prospects after they received that in the mail, they got on the phone and they said, hi, Alexi, wondering if you could help me, please. Yeah, sure. Who are you? Did you get a yak in the mail last week? That was the line. $1.4 million in two months out of 200 cards was the absolute return on investment when we took into account uh, a lifetime value of seven years for those clients that came on board. That's excellent. I think that is really, really clever. And I think uh, for a lot of people who don't understand the, the the power of this message is like, if you're working with an accountant, I'm sure you're probably struggling to get your accountant on the phone enough to basically talk about the most important things. An accountant reaching out, wanting to have a conversation, I think that's super powerful. So reversing that, 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 that whole process. And I don't know, Brendan, personally, I've heard of him multiple times. I hear he does really good things. But if he's the guy who basically talks to, to, to people, I'm sure, you know, that is his point of difference. And you just amplified that to the customer market that he potentially is after. That's excellent. That's right. Well, look, I guess uh, just like with any company, I mean, you know, you, you can certainly help many different businesses. But who is your ideal client? Who would like to, who, who would you like to work with? I mean, who can you really help? I mean, is there a particular profile that fits who you basically want to work with? Uh, in that finance and accounting space, we've had um, lots of success. We've had lots of success in the tradie space. We've had lots of success um, uh, finding human beings who are at the hubs of networks. And for us, that is often a marketing strategist or a marketing agency. And from Senhan Ritten's point of view, that means one conversation vicariously had with a bunch of clients belonging to the accountant, the marketing strategist or the marketing agency. A franchisor is another great example for us, as a, particularly in professional services. Um, they're a great avatar for us. And when we get those clients around us, we're able to dig deep, express who they are, uh, and get the results that they're looking for. Yeah. Well, look, I might take you up on that uh, because I am quite interested after some specific uh, types of uh, clients. I might you and I definitely be talking. But uh, as I guess for, for our listeners, I mean, and this podcast is specifically designed for business owners that want to create a positive change. Uh, Greg, what can you offer them? I mean, I'm going to send a couple of people to this podcast and make sure they understand the message behind this, that understand that things can be done differently, more efficiently, and potentially, you know, with a positive outcome. Is there anything specifically that you can offer my listeners? Absolutely. Um, so to belong to the Send Handwritten family and secure a 15% uh, discount off uh, cards that are listed on our website, it's 197 bucks to join. Anybody who comes to you or to me and simply gives me the code, Alexi, I'll give them that free of charge. If that is not of interest, I'll give anybody that comes via you with that Alexi tagline, I'll give them a couple of hundred bucks gratis of my time, my creative director's time, or our um, LinkedIn expert and reputation specialist. Mate, that's um, a huge offer. That's that's very yeah. generous. Yeah. So like, yeah, if 10 people show up, there's a couple of grand of value potentially for your listeners if they decide to to come along and engage. Excellent. Well, look, this podcast is uh, there to complement my book, which is called Better Business That Works. And I guess in this book, I am looking to educate uh, business owners how to take things to another level. I mean, a lot of business owners mm -hmm. are stuck. And I think, you know, I specialize in sales and marketing. That's my forte, but I can't do everything, which is where 
businesses like Greg's can really make a huge difference. And I think it's all about being aware of what's actually possible and having a direct contact to a person who basically does this already works really, really well. Greg, what would be the best way to reach you? I mean, if somebody wanted to take action and uh, sort of find out more about you, what's the best way to do so? Sendhandwritten.com.au is the website. And I'm simply greg at sendhandwritten.com.au. No worries. Well, I'll put all this uh, contact details uh, at the bottom of the uh, podcast and also on my website as well. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate you finding the time to to have a chat and, you know, discuss all this, uh, Greg. I think, you know, your business is very different. More people need to know about it. More people need to think outside the box. Otherwise, a lot of people are basically, you know, doing the same thing as everybody else and expects different results. As Alfred Einstein said, you know, doing that is the definition of insanity. I mean, I'm not quoting him 100%, but you understand the drift. Yeah. So, mate, thanks yeah. very much for the time. And I hope uh, our listeners benefit from this and potentially make a difference to acquiring better customers or potentially creating new opportunities. Wonderful. Thank you for your time and your genius, Alexi. Thanks, mate.